0: Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Well, hello everybody at Mandra, the mighty WA. Miles coming to you from my living room. We're in lockdown. Um and I just love you guys. I love Marty and Rach. I love all the great things that are happening in Mandra. How amazing was your legacy? I mean, you've shocked us all. We are like, oh my gosh, God is moving in Mandra. Uh, the great families that are coming in, the youth ministry, the, the, the youth that are being loved and discipled and, and just hearing from heaven. The stories I'm hearing from Marty about the youth uh, ministry is amazing. And such an important part of our church is our youth, our next generation, that we as a church can pray and invest. So, so proud of all of you. And I just love Marty and Rach. They are my heroes. Uh, I love them so deeply. Bonnie and I are so committed to them and their success. And we love regularly catching in. I want to be in WA as soon as I can. I had some flights booked and they got rebooked and rebooked and my surfboard is ready to go and I just can't wait to get over there. Um, Not just because I love you guys, but I also love the waves in Margaret River, just got to be honest. But hopefully we'll get through this COVID and we'll see you soon. Uh, last week, I, I recorded a message for our Hills and Penrith locations. We're in the middle of lockdown. And I was talking to Marty and I thought it'd be really powerful to share this message with you today. So it's my great honor to have the ability to share God's word to all our peeps in Mandra. I pray God ministers to you in a very real and powerful way as you hear God's word through this amazing miracle in Scripture. So I thought I would share a word of God from my living room to your living room. And I'm praying and believing God will minister to you in a very real and powerful way. We're studying miracles of Scripture. And the reason we wanted to do this series is we want God to move in our lives. We want God to move in our church. And although we're in lockdown and there is restrictions, that doesn't stop God from doing what He wants to do. Our God is still in control. He's still on the throne. He still has a plan and a purpose to your life. And studying God's word, specifically miracles, really gives us an understanding of how God works and how we can position ourselves to see God move mightily in our lives. What's the miracle today? You ready? Drum roll. It's it's this amazing story of the underdog. I love a comeback story. This has got to be one of my favorite stories in all of Scripture. It's a man that went from the prison to the palace in like 24 hours. Are you ready? Do you know what it is? Let's have a look. Genesis 41 verse 39. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has revealed the meaning of the dream to you. That's the miracle. God revealed this dream of Pharaoh to Joseph. Let's continue on. Clearly no one else is as intelligent or as wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court and all my people will take orders from you. Only I, sitting on my throne will have a higher rank than yours. When I study scripture, I like to kind of put it in today's context, today's day and age. What would that look like today? And it would be like a Tasmanian, or let's say a Queenslander, right? They've been accused of something they didn't do, thrown in jail for life. It's over. It's done. No justice. All of a sudden, while in jail, they come up with a COVID cure. Yeah, no, 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 no Pfizer required, no AZ. They got this cure. They come out of the prison. The whole of Australia is healed from COVID. And next day, their deputy prime minister. That's how bizarre, how extreme this story is. But I want to share a little bit behind the story. I want to share what Joseph did to position himself for the miracle to happen. See, often when we see miracles in scripture, there's actually some obedience that God requires from us. There's some things that God wants us to do to partner with him, releasing our faith to see God's miracles happen. And I'm praying today that you would see miracles in your life, honestly. You'd see miracles in your family, uh, miracles in your work, miracles in your relationships, miracles in your career. As a church, we are hungry for God to move. Even though we're in this crazy season, we believe he can. I believe he will when we understand scripture and apply it to our life. So there is a is three truths I want to share about how Joseph positioned himself for the miracle. Here's the first truth. You ready? The first one. Joseph was God focused. Joseph was God focused, Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. Those five words are constantly repeated In this story, if you read the whole story of Joseph, we constantly hear in Scripture, the Lord was with Joseph. These five words have just been echoing in my heart as I've been preparing this message. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. You look at Joseph's life. He went from highs and lows, yet the Lord was with Joseph. Joseph was an Israelite. He he was the son of Jacob, who's one of the fathers of the faith. He he followed God. He believed in God. He never turned his back on God. The, The Lord was with him at 17. His brothers were jealous. They sold him into slavery. And for 13 years, he's a foreigner. He's a slave. He's doing life tough. Yet the Lord was with Joseph. See, often when we go through hard times, instead of running to God, we run from God. Instead of standing up for God, we kind of bow to the peer pressure and the worries of the world. Instead of being more full of faith, we actually lose faith. Instead of having more heart... We lose heart. Even in lockdown, as we look at the media and the news, and it's like the whole sky is falling. The end of the world is happening because of two cases. Yet we can lose heart. Joseph was with the Lord. He never lost his faith. He never lost heart. Maybe for you, COVID has decimated your plans. Let me remind you, the Lord is with you. And maybe in this season of uncertainty, you're thinking, where do we go from here? What's life going to look like? Can I remind you, the Lord is with you. Maybe you've had some other tragedies. You lost someone to cancer or you've discovered a loved one has cancer. Regardless of the circumstances, the Lord is with you. See, what I love about Joseph was nothing could separate him from his God. Although he was separated from his family, he wasn't separated from the presence of his Lord. The Lord is with you. Believe it. Meditate on it. No matter what you're going through, even in lockdown, the Lord is with you. While that doesn't change your circumstances, it certainly can change your attitude. I wonder why Joseph didn't get mad I wonder why he didn't get upset. I wonder why he just didn't quit throwing the towel. We find in verse 15, he says, I was kidnapped from my homeland, the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison, but I did nothing to deserve it. Joseph was separated right from his family but he wasn't separated from the presence of God. He he may have been stripped of his coat of many colors, but he wasn't stripped of his love for his God. The, The truth is life wasn't fair for Joseph and life isn't fair for us. And I'm grateful that life isn't fair for me because if life was fair, I would get what I deserve. You would get what you deserve. Well what, what does that mean? Well, in Romans, it's pretty clear we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 6:23 says, "For the wages of sin is death." So if life was fair, if we truly got what we deserved, that would be death. But the free gift of God is the grace. Here's the love of God. Here's where life becomes unfair and I'm grateful for it. The free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Don't whine about life being unfair. Be grateful that life isn't unfair because of the grace of Jesus Christ. We're forgiven. That changes my attitude. Suddenly I stop whining and complaining. Suddenly I'm grateful that life isn't fair that because of God's love for me, I'm saved. In your lockdown, are you God-focused? In these times of trial, are you being drawn closer to God or are you being pushed away from God? Joseph was God-focused. What about you? The next truth that helped the miracle happen in Joseph's life was Joseph was also others-focused. He was God focused and then he was others focused. Verse 21, the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison ward. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph, what did he do? He took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. Let's just stop for a moment. Joseph took care of everything. Why? How? Joseph was in this prison. It amazes me that Joseph is working for a warden who hated him, who unjustly imprisoned him. He's supporting this machine, this prison that is unfair, unrighteous and unjust. Yet he did it because he took care of everything, because Joseph, we're going to see in Scripture, cared for others. It's one thing to work and care for a good boss, right? It's one thing to work and care for something that you love doing. It's totally different, totally different, to love and care for something you don't believe in, to love and care for something that's ungodly or unjust, and that's... What Joseph did. Joseph wasn't working in the prison for glory or gold or girls, the three G's. He wasn't working to help the warden to get out of prison. He was working because he genuinely cared for the people in the prison. Let's have a look in verse 6 of chapter 40. While they are in prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker... Each had a dream one night and each dream had its own meaning. When Joseph saw them the next day, are you ready? He noticed that they were both looking upset. Why do you look so worried? This gives a window into the heart of Joseph. He noticed, he saw, he was concerned, he was thoughtful, he he was caring. To notice another means to take your eyes off yourself. Joseph was working hard in this prison, receiving favor from the Lord, because at the heart of it, he cared. He cared for this baker and he cared for this cupbearer. What about you? Are you caring for those around you? This challenged me. Because often when lockdown happens or things don't go my way, I spit the dummy, right? I crack a fit. I'm mad. I'm upset. You know, I'm reading the media. The whole world is in lockdown. We had one more case that traveled to 10 places and we can't go anywhere or do anything. And I'm thinking, what about church? Can we have a service this week? What about our people? Are they getting the love they need? And I can become very self-centered. Yeah. And so can you. Yet Joseph stayed others focused. Honestly, a big challenge for me is when I'm with my family in lockdown, I can still be distant from them because we've discovered that the vicinity doesn't mean intimacy. Just because I'm next to my wife doesn't mean I'm close to her. Just because my kids are in the next bedroom, doesn't mean I'm spending intentional time with them. I, I can be self-consumed. I can look at my own problems. I wonder if lockdown is an opportunity for us to be others focused, to think about family and friends, to say a prayer, send a text, write a note, to to take the opportunity that we might not normally have to invest into someone. Joseph saw that these men were disturbed and he wanted to do something about it. Let's have a look in chapter 40, verse 8. And they replied, we both had dreams last night, but no one can tell us what they mean. Interpreting dreams is God's business, Joseph replied. Go ahead and tell me your dream. Joseph saw these men were disturbed. He noticed them. But more than just notice them, he acted on his concern, asked some hard questions because he wanted to be a positive benefit in their life. He wanted to help them. And so Joseph asked them to share their dreams. They did. And Joseph interpreted the dream. I wonder not just who we can notice in lockdown, but who can we help in lockdown? Is there someone in your life that you think this is an opportunity to care, to love, to to do something, to help them? Joseph stepped out of his little world, his own problems. He looked and he cared for others and he did something about it. I think we can all learn about being others focused in lockdown. Joseph. The miracle of God came into his life because he was God-focused, he was others-focused, and the third truth today, he was kingdom-focused. Joseph was kingdom-focused. So there's this great story behind the story. It's fascinating to me how deep and layered this story is. This whole story started 13 years earlier when Joseph was 17 and had his very own dream. In fact, it was his own dream that set him on a course for the miracle of God to take place in his life. Let's pick up the story earlier in Genesis chapter 37, verse 5. One night, Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. You see, the brothers already hated Joseph because he was the baby. He's the youngest. Anybody out there, you're the youngest, I'm, I'm the youngest. If you got a bit of favoritism, you got your phone earlier than your siblings, right? You got to watch M-rated movies earlier than they did. You have more freedom. Anybody who's not the youngest, you're the eldest. Or you're the middle child and you hate the youngest because of all the favoritism they got. Yeah, that's dynamic was happening with Joseph. So he gets this dream and his dream is basically says to his brother, you're going to bow down before me. That just made matters worse. Not only that, he said to his mum and dad, Jacob, you're going to bow down before me as well. His brothers were so upset, so jealous, so mad, they sold him into slavery. But that started him on a path to Potiphar's house. You can read that in scripture where he took care of the administrations. Then was falsely accused of a crime that led him to prison. In prison, he hears these dreams of the baker and the cupbearer. He interprets them, which then led him two years later to interpret Pharaoh's dream which allowed him to fulfill his dream, which was actually to rescue Israel. This was more than just about Joseph. This was about the nation of Israel that God had established on planet Earth to receive his blessings and his promises. But there was a great famine coming in the land, so God was positioning his nation to be rescued and delivered through Joseph. So Joseph was caught up in this much bigger plan than he ever knew possible. And it's the same for you and I. We're just not here on this earth for ourselves. God has got this bigger plan, it's called His kingdom. And we have to understand that we're part of something far bigger than ourselves. Yeah, sorry guys, it's, life's not about us. Life's about God and about His kingdom. And Joseph received this dream at 17 so he could deliver Israel from the famine that was coming and actually set Israel up for great prosperity and success in the future. In the same way, Joseph was a form of Jesus. Joseph was used miraculously to deliver Israel. Jesus was used miraculously to rescue mankind. You know, it's interesting that Jesus was falsely accused. He was convicted, not thrown in an earthly prison, but he died on the cross and he rose again on the third day to deliver mankind. Joseph was in prison with two criminals, the cupbearer and the baker. One died, one lived. Jesus hung on the cross with two criminals. One accepted Christ, one rejected Christ. The similarities are astounding because there's always something bigger going on. Don't just get caught up in COVID or the government or some restriction. No, no, no. God's kingdom is at work. I believe that the church is going to come through COVID stronger and better. I believe God is getting attention of the hearts of men and women of God to draw them closer to Him, to rely on Him, to be God-focused, to be others-focused, to be kingdom-focused. I believe God's kingdom is going to come out stronger. The church is going to be greater. We're going to have more impact, more influence. We're going to see more people saved. Revival's going to come. I believe we're going to see God do great work through us as long as we realize we've got to stay god focused others focused and kingdom focused i wonder what god wants to do through you during these times i wonder what god's kingdom calling on your life is all about if there's anything that i've gone through in this whole covid season is a real seeking the heart of god it's almost like a real discovery of, of who Christ is in my life, what Christ wants to do through my life. There is more self-awareness of how short my comings are. There's more self-awareness of my failings, my shortcomings, the areas of growth, the the areas I need to change in, the the person I need to become. There's sort of this God's doing this uh, washing machine work where I'm in this tumble dryer and he's washing me and and cleaning me up and and, and doing a great deep work in me. I, I believe that's to set up what he wants to do through me for his kingdom. And I believe it's the same for you. We all want to see miracles in our lives. We all want to see the miraculous. But God wants to use miracles for his glory. God doesn't want to use miracles for our comfort, for our ease. God's always got a higher calling and a higher purpose. And so today, as we close our time together, I pray this story would inspire you that the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord is with you today. Are you God focused? Are you others focused? And are you kingdom focused? I fully believe God is doing a great work in our lives. He's preparing us for the great move that He wants to do. Don't miss what He's depositing in your heart to position you for His miraculous glory and His great works that are coming. Let's pray. Father, we thank You for Your presence. We thank You for Your power. We thank You that You are working even in these difficult times. We we receive Your love today. We're encouraged by this story of Joseph, an amazing story of someone who suffered so much, yet God used so mightily. I pray that we would learn from this, that we would position ourselves like Joseph to see the miraculous power of God work in our life. Still praying today, I want to pray for those of you that honestly, you're not God focused. You don't sense God's love because you don't know God. You've never understood that there's a God that loves you and cares for you. And I think these are times when we can really ask some big questions. If you died today, where would you go? Do you know where your eternity is? The Bible is very clear. The gospel is clear. Jesus came to rescue us from death. For the wages of sin is death. We are destined to hell and eternity without God. Yet Jesus died and rose again so that we could be forgiven. I don't know where you're at and I don't know what you're going through, but I do know this, God loves you. He has a plan for you. And that plan begins when you accept Him as your Lord and your Saviour. The Bible says when you call on the name of Jesus, you'll be saved. And if that's you today, you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour, I'm going to pray for you and you can pray along with me. Jesus, I am a sinner. I need a Saviour. Would you save me? Would you forgive me? Would you be my Lord? I want to follow you. I want to be focused on you. I want to be focused on others. I want to be kingdom focused because I know there is more to life than just living for myself. Would you save me? Would you forgive me? I pray in Jesus' name. Everyone said, Amen. If you made that decision, please let someone know. Um, if you're watching online, you can let someone know in the chat. You can click that button little uh, icon that says raise my hand to accept christ Uh, maybe you're watching this on youtube or in your home or in your car let someone know find a christian out there and let them know you want to know more Um, you want to be with some other believers they can take you on this journey of discipleship it's called to learn more about the things of god and study scripture but I congratulate you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. There is no greater calling in life than being born again, being saved. Well, today I pray you're inspired and challenged to be God-focused, others-focused, and kingdom-focused. And I pray God does a great work in your hearts and in your lives as you seek His face. Can't wait to see you all again in church. God bless.